Yo, what up, people? It's your boy, Trav Day, from the D-A-B-E-E-S-I-D-E. And check out this interview with my man, Rashad. This part one, part two coming soon. Yo, what up, people? It's your boy, Trav Dave. It's no chill, Will Pounder. It's your favorite DJ, DJ Duro. From the D-A-B-E-E-S-I-D-E. We in here with my man, Rashad. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what up, my G? What's good, brother? Long time, man. I know, man. Welcome to the B-side. Man, you know, man, I'm B-side. definitely watching what y'all doing, man. Congratulations, man. You Thank know, you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Now, I know me and Shy go all the way back. Shout out to my man Dion, you know what I'm saying? When Big I first Dion. when I when I first started rapping and shit, you know what Rule I'm saying? Rule F. Rule F, you know what I'm saying? I never forget, like, I was like, yo, Dion played me some music, and I was like, who is these dudes, man? They don't sound local, man. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Ever since then, it's been on, man. It's been Yeah, man. I remember I, you know, make Trav in the basement, man. I don't know where I met you, man, but I just remember him rapping in the basement. Yeah, man. Little young, young, young spunky kid, man. You know, <laughs> you know, and uh, him and Dame D, man. And yeah, shout out to Dame D, man. Yeah, loud, yeah, man. We, we, yeah, we made some magic together. Work, definitely, man. So how long, like, I know, but for for our listeners and stuff, how long you really been in the game, man? Uh, man, you know. Uh, let's see. Technically, I don't know how long it's been, but since I was about a uh, thirteen or fourteen, I say my first my first deal. So, man, we might have came up on twenty years. Yeah, man. Yeah. First uh, recording deal. Yeah, first actual deal. Yeah, RCA oh, Records, um, the major record deal. Um, I was in the era of Brandy and Usher when they first came out. Um, I even uh, bumped heads with like early Destiny's Child, what? Girls' Time, you know that era, <laughs> Matthew Knowles yeah. era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My my producer at the time had worked with them, and so just that you know we're all the, kind of the same age, so yeah, that era. Man, then let me see. After that, I know. Uh, I know it started off with RCA Records. Yeah, I mean, shit. If you want me to go through it, man, you know. Nah, we just gonna skip. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can go through it. History. You know, what I mean, it, it gets a little. You know, I, I I try to remember it all. You know what I mean? Because it's like over the years, you get it gets kind of like okay, I did this and I did this. Yeah. So yeah, it started with RCA. I was a um, well, it started with Chris Powell. Shout out to Chris Powell from Columbus, Ohio. Um, he's a he's a He's a great mentor for young um, artists coming up now, but he was a saxophone player for Rick James, man. And uh, Crazy. I, I met him. What? I met him. If anybody's old enough to remember service merchandise, I met him um, in the back of a service merchandise. I was playing like they used to have keyboard setups and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was just playing around like I usually do. I might have been like twelve, and uh, he overheard me playing. He was like, "Yo, did you do that?" I was like, "Yeah, I did that." And mind you, at this time, I'm just on Southfield Drive. I might have been on the East Side, and I'm just like. I want to be I want a record deal That was like All I could think about Was like I want a record deal I didn't know how I was going to do that I was sending tapes off To Tommy Boy right. Nobody knew nobody So anyway I met dude He's like yo man Here's my number And um, you know Don't get nobody this number And you know And I went to the studio And it was a real studio Man like At a time when nobody Had a studio And this was like Amerisound The first Amerisound And um, it was just like Man, life changing walking in there, you know what I mean? And he put me on, man, you know, put me, you know, signed me to a little production deal, you know, some Tevin Campbell slash, you know, kid artist right, right. type yeah. of stuff. But he listened, what was ill is he took my tapes and he heard all my music and it was rough sound and he was like, yo, we're going to redo this. So I, he got me with different producers. So I was writing at a young age and kind of seeing how it went and um, got a record deal, got a nice little check, bought some equipment that became like the Sugar Shack. The beginning Sugar of it, Shack, you know man. what I mean? And, you know, through high school, started doing hip-hop shit and just, 
you know, that was the first deal though. Yeah. That was the first so deal. you you always um a lot, a lot of people know you for um, singing, but you always did the writing and singing and Yeah, yeah, and I was rapping. Like when he met me, he's like, "What do you do?" I was like, "Man, I rap and I sing." And depending on, I always tell people, depending on the type of dude he was, would have really shifted my career. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I was ready to do R and B, but I was ready to rap too. You know what I mean? Like if he was like, God, you know, you know, told him about my sister rap, my cousins rap, everybody, you know. And he was just more of an old school R and B dude, and that that gets put me in that lane. So I've always been that kind of to this day, even with a mixture of hip hop. But you know, major labels all throughout my career, they never really wanted anything to do with the hip hop side of things, just because. R&B was such a month, a breadwinner. You know yeah. what I mean? People were just like... You you know, know. So when you say that you like you were met and you were um, you play the keys, yeah. do you play any other instruments? Yeah, I play everything, man, but I don't play everything like like a church player plays everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't grow up playing in those environments, but um, I'm more of a studio guy, mm-hmm. so I more programming, mm-hmm. but I can play keys and I play drums, I play bass. Like even on the Stally stuff, I'm playing bass guitar and a lot of that stuff. Self talk, like yeah, definitely, definitely. But I can't like boom, 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 boom. Like I'm not <laughs> right. gonna be like I respect musicians to the point where I don't call myself a musician like that. But you like if you're in the studio and you hear something in your head, you can you know explain what? it. I, I play it better than somebody that can really play it because I know how I want it to go. Right, oh, right. You know right. what I mean? So it's just more of a production thing. And a lot of guys that can play live music can't really translate that in the studio. Um, you know, listening to old records and stuff like that gives you a, you know, more of a hip hop edge and vibe to where people might be playing straight or they might be playing like the yeah, way they're taught. Yeah, yeah. And I'm playing <clears throat> by ear, listening from to Adela Sant. You know, yeah. those are my influences. Right. So you know, so a little bit more swag on it. Yeah. So take D'Angelo how he plays. Like, can't nobody play like he exactly because he got that got that hip hop in him. Man, he can't really teach that. All right, so. I was thinking like I was like, damn man, Shadi do everything. Like you're a producer, writer, rapper, singer. Like you got you wear so many hats. Like right. if you had to pick one though, what would be like, yo, this is what I am. I just do all this other stuff re- really good too. Good question. Um, I say an artist first. Yeah, you know what I mean? uh, artist first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, you know, I have, I, you know, I, I think making the beats all and writing the songs all came from me wanting to hear myself. You know, do something. You know what I mean? So it's Singing and making songs and rapping, just making the song. You know what I mean? Whatever that is. Production kind of came with it. You know what I mean? Engineering came along with it. I mean, but those aren't really, um, you know, the passion has always just been like the song. You know what I mean? Like, so if it's R&B, what mm-hmm. do you feel that you bring to R&B? Man, nowadays? Hmm, <laughs> that's a good question, man. Um, and where do you feel like R&B is now? It doesn't exist, unfortunately, man. It doesn't exist. It's a real mm. scary time for black music in general, um, because uh, you know we 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 have such a wider audience now. And you say wider or wide, wider, both. <laughs> <laughs> and, wider and wider, and, and, right. and, and you know it almost is to the point where. Um, all right, put it like this: R and B stopped being ours a long time ago. Like you know, like. Elvis Presley when he hopped in there like right. they was like we can do this too you know what I mean so you got your Justin Timberlake you got your Robin Thicke you got people that can do even Justin can, Bieber's doing it now and you know even what Britney did with Janet right like they can make they've been making R&B music for a long time now so everything that's top 40 is really R&B it's just white R&B you know what I mean from Lady so Gaga Blue Eyes yeah 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 and they, and they wash Blue it down a little bit soul. they wash it down but and, and what's weird is it's happening to hip hop now we never really thought that would happen to hip hop where 
you know, it's a mainstream. It's not ours anymore. Right. So the R&B format is gone. And um, that's my challenge, you know, to nobody throws R&B shows. Nobody, you know I mean? You got to mix in with some hip hop type of crowd or something. So, you know, it doesn't, you know, where R&B is at right now, it's in a weird place, man. We're going to see. I think my music, what I bring to the table is um, is just a little nostalgia of, you know, um, how it's supposed to be or how it used to sound. A little bit of that mixed in with what's going on now because I definitely pay attention with, you know, what's going on these days. When, when I think about your production, though, even like, you know, I go back to Elevator Music. Um, when I think about your production nowadays, I'm going to even start with um, Lincoln Way Nights for Styly. Mm -hmm. Man. And then going to Museum. I never felt like. We and then going to Lincoln Way Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, if we want to do <laughs> that, right. we, can, we can start. <laughs> I'm just saying that's kind of like, or 1979. That's yeah, you know what I mean. That's you know. Yeah, I mean, you was on. Like, I was you know on 1979. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of like when it's you know, club in the car. Yeah. But do you go and when you when you're making these beats, um, do you think like I'm making an R and B beat or I'm making a hip hop beat? Nah, man, I don't. I don't. I'm making a beat that I I know I can sing to everything I make because it's melodic and has some type of melody to it. And um, but um, and then you know you got intro and Mary J Blige and you know, the whole hip hop era where you could sing over. When the East is in the house, oh my God, like, right, you can sing over right. anything. Like there's no yeah, rules. Yep. Like so, that's kind of the school I come from. But nah, I don't. I don't think of it like sometimes it's R and B, but most of the time, especially nowadays, everybody rappers are singing and yeah, you know, what? yeah, that shit is all. <laughs> it's all mixed up. That shit is all like, in the pot right so now. When it's when you come in really singing, people look at you like people still do that. Like, <laughs> like you know I mean, it's rare. You know, even Chris Brown and Chase songs, they're like a last of an era. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. In terms of actual R and B yeah. singing, not just melody mumble jumbo, like mm -hmm. they can actually hit a note. Exactly, it's oh, not necessary yeah. anymore, though. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? right from from we could we could we could start at the measure like that sound from the measure to Lincoln Way Nights was that all like on purpose though having man. that sound around man, it that was that was Jesus Christ man that was the Lord because <laughs> I, I, all my life I've been searching for you know a sound man you know you 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 know you're around producers and I was around the Neptunes I was around my man Tyrese and people that I, I you know looked up to and I'm like man they got a sound mm -hmm. and somehow I just stumbled on that tuba thing mixed in with some other stuff. And Ellie was a perfect person for me to just kind of just, you know, do just what I want to do with. Yeah, yeah, it was just more of a project experimentation thing. And then, you know, then after a while, it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is my sound, you know. So, you know, now it's a new challenge, you know what I mean? Trying to, you know. It's definitely a signature. The tuba. Yeah. The tuba and the, and the 808. Man, boom, boom, boom. Like, you just know. Yeah. Appreciate That's why it. me and Trav always talk about how great the sound would be with a tribute to Raphael Sadiq. That's on, why we be yeah. pressing you on, like, on, he need to do that. St well, Still little, Ray? Little Still funny, Ray? Little, little side note, I was signed to Universal when he was signed to Universal for that album, uh, Instant mm -hmm. Vintage, which was a classic. Um, and I think we had the same A&R. And, &R. and um, it was just so disrespectful. I watched, I learned a lot watching how they treated him, um, him being an older artist on the mm -hmm. label and how they, just things they would say. It's like, oh man, you, you the new I'm like, man, I ain't no new Raphael Sadiq. Right, yeah. Raphael Sadiq is Raphael Sadiq. Right. So I'm I'm a big fan of his. Um, there isn't really a correlation between Still Ray and that. I kind of stumbled on it, and it definitely is the same thing. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I'm going to do what he did uh, okay. right there. It wasn't like that, but I think. And we never felt that you stole it. No, no, no. Just knew that no, but he, but he, but he, he, but you know, to his credit, he did that. But my, my inspiration was more New Orleans based. Okay. You know what I mean? Like just. 
how that you know that's the bass sound and and uh, New Orleans oh, yeah, second line makes band. sense, don't it? Yeah. And yeah. if you listen like to you know, music yeah, and I actually you know sample real live tubas from that, so that's more the inspiration. But he yeah he definitely did it. And like you know, it's a classic record. Well, you've done it good too, that. so I don't want Thank you to yeah, finish yeah, yourself. Definitely. You've done it, you know. Great. But I, I just I just ran with it. He just did it for a song. So shout out to Raphael Sadiq. That's that's the OG.